Part two. Tiffany Jewell. Would you say overall your childhood was a mixture of positive and dislikes or? When I reflect on it, like it was, I had my twin sister. Mm -hmm. So I had like a constant playmate who Mm -hmm. like not only like played with, but like we reflected each other. So there weren't a lot of kids who looked like us, like light biracial kids. And and, um, we had that. So we always had each other and we're very different. We're kind of like opposites in the things we'd like, Mm -hmm. but we'd still go on really well. Um, And our mom was pretty, uh, like she worked super hard and was like always working and stuff, but always like made sure that like Friday nights, like we'd have like, um, you know, like pizza and a movie. Yeah. Like there was always time for for us or like when we got older and we did like drama and like all of the, you know, I think I was at school late, like every night for uh-huh. <laughs> school doing all the extracurriculars, but she was always there to like pick us up or make sure like a mm-hmm. friend could drive us home. Super mom. And then, yeah. <laughs> I don't know how she did it. I'm still like, I don't know how you did it. Because <laughs> um, she's also introverted too. So oh, Okay. I, like she has two very extroverted daughters, uh-huh. so it's pretty. It was, it was pretty good, and I think like now when I reflect on other parts, it was also good because we were light, so we got mm-hmm. to like be in the gifted and talented program. Like mm-hmm. we got to like fill the quotas. Um, like they, you know, they the schools could the city schools sent like a certain number of kids like to gifted talent uh-huh. program or summer programs, and my sister and I always got to do those. And mm-hmm. Like it's not that we were like smarter than other kids, but mm-hmm. I think it's easy. Like we had a white mom. Mm-hmm. They like categorized us as white, but we weren't white. Sure. And so like those allowed for us to have like these opportunities that mm-hmm. other kids didn't and so it made for like we got to go to summer like us and then like you know maybe darker friends who were like upper middle class um, who got to do those things too so you'd say obviously i'm assuming and you can obviously correct me if i'm wrong being biracial has influenced or affected different parts of your life at different times yes yeah yeah would you say more when you were younger or would you say more now that you're you're older i'd say now that i'm older because i'm more aware more aware sure and when i think of like when i went to college mm-hmm. which i went to like ithaca college which is in upstate new york and it's like a super white college uh, and like i would sit in a class and i was like the only person of color and like sitting and having to like listen to like white guys and, and white girls mm-hmm. women talk about like the stereotypes and the biases they have against um black people um people who were living in poverty like Mm -hmm. i grew up working class poor like Mm -hmm. you were on public assistance and all that single parent homes like i was constantly having to like defend those parts of myself Mm -hmm. um but because i'm white they didn't like check themselves at all i just like was comfortable for them to say that in Mm -hmm. front of and so like the older i got the more like aware i became and the more like also like growing the language to be able to talk about sure. it. Sure. I remember like the first time being like, what am I hearing from you? <laughs> because like I didn't hear it in, or I wasn't aware of it, but like in high school and middle school and elementary, like, we all grew up like in the same like economic mm-hmm. background. It was very, there were like a lot of black folks. I was going to say, yeah. Folks. Yeah. You said so, your classes like, in middle school, elementary were predominantly black. You said, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. 
elementary. And then when I went to middle school, there was like this deep tracking system. And so I was placed in track one, which was predominantly white. And then as you go, and it was like on the outside of the school, like our classrooms, like we could see daylight. And then as you like got further down the hall, there was like track two, which was like, it was the most diverse um, track. And then track three was like all black kids. Interesting. Yeah, it was up. <laughs> yeah, just a little bit. So, um, can you tell me more about I've, that's interesting. Like my sister, yeah, my sister was placed in track two, uh-huh. which like she's just like a much natural test taker. Like mm-hmm. she could like read a book and like wrote an amazing essay on it. While I would like have to like work through it. We had like track one. We got to go on like a bunch of field trips. Personal, 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 personal. Um, we got, like, um, we studied, like, literature in our English classes. We got to do kind of, like, the higher math, New York State, like, Regents test, and so, like, they put you on that track. We had, um, like, um, you could take Spanish or French, like, languages, and as you kind of went down the tracks, like, um, like, the third track that was predominantly Black also had like that's where all the like special ed teachers were i never even like saw what some of those classrooms looked like because mm-hmm. they were like further in the back of the building would you have friends in those classes like would you like yeah, yeah. because of, like my elementary school friends were like, all throughout friends. right yeah throughout yeah um and then in the high school didn't have like as clear of a tracking system but kind of kind, like, yeah it, um because once you're done with that middle school track, then whether you go into like the AP honors courses, sure, or, that that or determines not. where you're going to go, basically. Yeah, and like my sister took like a typing class, and I wow. took advanced biology class through like Syracuse University. Wow. And a part of it was like she was really interested in doing like journalism and uh-huh. stuff, and not science, but um, and that, like she and I were also in a lot of the same classes two or had the same teachers because she really knew how to like, she just, she was a great sure. test taker. And so they, sure. they put her in those, but yeah, in high school, like we had these like little agenda notebooks and they had like labels on them. They had like our names, our birth dates, probably like our home room. And then there were these like other letters on there. There was like W, B or O. My friends like were like, what is this? And like mm-hmm. doing research and you find out like, on your label, it's like you're white, you're black. Oh my you're god, other. are you kidding me? I'm not kidding you. That's crazy. Like personal, personal, personal. I actually, like, found one of the kids in my high school, like, it was on the news, like, one of the kids in my high school wrote, like, an um, opinion piece about it. Personal, personal, That's insane. Yeah. yeah. And you know, that stuff still happens. I, I was going to say, like, I'm sure it's probably still happening. Like, now we just don't put the sure. letter on it, the Yeah, totally. Whatever. That is, yeah, it's messed up. Yeah. And then in the unfortunate part, and I guess thing, the power of reflection, it, you can use it as much to be positive <laughs> and for change. The unfortunate part is you'll never forget that. Like that's something that yeah. is like a part of you now. Right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And my sister and I were labeled as white because we have a white mom. And we were, you know, and we were like, but we're not white. We've always, like, known that we're black biracial. Uh-huh. Always. Uh-huh. And that's, like, how we would always describe ourselves. Like, sure. I would never describe myself as white. I, do I have, like, 
white privilege. Yes, mm-hmm. I do. Someone in the office at oh some point God. labeled us white because my mom never labeled us as white either. It was like to fill quota. I don't, I don't know. And so we're also like, how many other kids were like mislabeled? Sure. Or, um, or the fact that you were labeled and you like that determined mm-hmm. where you go, where you went. Yeah. yeah, yeah, or how you're treated, really, right? Yeah, yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. Holy. <laughs> and you know, like now I'm like, this is why, like, I do so much identity work with my young ones. Uh-huh. So, like they, so they know somebody's like, hey, you're this. They're like, actually, this is who I am. I I, I love the work on identity that I'm seeing, just like online in general. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I very... wish I had it when I was a kid. These experiences that you're talking about, like I didn't have those experiences. Yeah. But I also look back on my high school, my elementary, and I'm like, wow, like, some of those experiences were not good. Like, those like, right. things that were yeah. happening were not okay. So, yeah. um, You're like, I got a lot of undoing to do. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Tiffany, where can people find you? So, obviously, um, I love, like, again, I love your Instagram account. Where are you most active online? Um. Instagram is where I'm most active and Patreon and mm-hmm. like almost everything I put on Patreon mm-hmm. is available. You don't have to awesome. uh, um, be a patron to, to access that. And then I have a website that I need to update. <laughs> As we all do. <laughs> um, I'm there. And then I'm also like at a couple conferences conferences this year they're Montessori conferences mm-hmm. the like American Montessori Society conference sure. I'm presenting with Britt and I are doing oh, it's a workshop fun. with Amelia of Hood Montessori mm-hmm. and um, Katie of Cat Lady for Justice I think mm-hmm. and that's like a half day interview workshop awesome you are you guys are active very very active <laughs> I love it, love it, love it. I love it, I love it, I love it. (laughs) Tiffany, thank you so much. Uh, Hopefully we can continue to stay connected. Um, I'll make sure I put the links below so everyone can kind of contact you if they're looking for information. Um, Thanks again. Yeah, now you get to go to bed. (laughs) I do. (laughs) 